We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into Hand Raised Guys, presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. I'm Neil McCready. That's Chase Parham here with you on this Thursday evening, off to a little late start. Had some uh, technical issues and such as we get rolling here on a, uh, a show. We'll open up the phone lines and... Hell, they can be open whenever you're ready for them to be open, for that matter. Um, <laughs> there's no game Saturday, yeah, no game. so whatever. No game to preview. <laughs> we'll talk about some bowl scenarios and uh, that kind of thing. Uh, I talked to Chris Beard earlier today. It was an interesting press conference because I think Chris was not in the mood to really talk about basketball, so we talked about cheese. Oh, did you really? I haven't seen any of this. Talked so. about, well, I haven't had a chance to post it. Okay. Uh, we had uh, cheesesteaks. I did ask him about Rocky. Uh, he does like Rocky. So we had that day. Today. We had that day today. Okay. Um, he's partial to Rocky three. I, I wasn't going to argue with him because it's the first time that we've had an opportunity to discuss this. I was going to tell him that that is incorrect. That's the wrong answer. There is a correct answer. But I did ask him, what's your favorite one? And that was his answer. And I wanted to say, well, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, we talked. There will be a test. And <laughs> we talked about Mexican food. We talked about queso. Um, like white versus yellow, white bad versus, versus yellow. good, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, we talked about pork rinds. Um, Why pork rinds? Well, he has discovered... Look, it's maybe my favorite place in Oxford, if I'm just being honest, is the Blonde Pig. I had Blonde Pig pork rinds today. Uh, I like yeah. I like the Blonde Pig. Sometimes yeah. I, feel, I feel like it's kind of my little secret. Yeah, it's and, not a secret. but And it, I don't really like to share it with a lot of other people, but... Um, Phenomenal pork rinds. But he was talking about his dad used to watch his football practices and he'd sit out in a lawn chair and he'd, I think, said drink a, a soda, but he would have either corn chips or pork rinds. Oh. And then he was somewhere recently, he said that this is the first time they'd ever seen this was in Mississippi, that people dip pork rinds in things. Oh. And I told him later, I said, you know, I've never seen that and I've been here a minute. And he said, "Oh yeah, it's a it's a thing here." And I, I mean, who am I to argue? I mean, if, if he says that if people, he's seen it, he's seen it. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I wasn't gonna go. You're lying about pork rinds. I mean, I, I believe him. But he said, and this was this blew me away because I've never seen this. And then I thought, well, maybe. 
He's seen people dip pork rinds into guacamole. Oh, yeah. See, uh, El Charo serves their guacamole with pork rinds. There's a few pork rinds on top of the guacamole at El Charo. Well, there you go. Yeah. Now that you say that, because because like Carly Ann doesn't like the guacamole, but she likes the pork rinds. So you can ask for like extra pork rinds and she'll eat those. But I got to make sure all the guacamole is off of it. She won't eat that. But yeah, uh, they will. They they serve. They garnish, if you will, their their guac with pork rinds at El Charo. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I didn't press him on it. Not that I was going to press him on that would be a little extreme. Yeah, you could tell some of the other people in the room were getting frustrated with the lack of basketball content, with the utter lack of basketball content. But I, I, he walked in the door, and the first thing he said was, "What bowl is Ole Miss going to?" Oh, did he really? And we were all so like, he started it. Yeah, oh, he abs. Yeah, come on, re- read the room, <laughs> and and it was like we were like probably citrus, and he's like, "Has Ole Miss ever been to that one before?" And I was like, "I don't think so." Yeah. And he was like, okay. And then he said something about anybody want to go to lunch. So he was, he was hungry. Okay. And we were like, well, I mean. Altogether, no. But yeah, I mean. not, not really. And, and, and he was, he's like, what's your favorite lunch place? And people started talking about places they go to lunch. And then he said something about queso, really likes queso. And so we got into a discussion about white versus yellow. And you can see the media relations people over there going, okay, do we have to, do we cut this out? What do we do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the video. What are, what are, what are, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> y- y'all, are, y'all are egging this on. And then David, David Eckert asked about Memphis, and he talked about Memphis and Penny for a minute. And then somebody asked about Cissé, uh, which was obviously the top, fair. Yeah, fair, yeah. a fair topic. And he, he, he dove into that. But uh, I said, hey, we didn't ask this the other night. I, I probably should have when you brought up the Rocky movie. Are you a Rocky guy? And if so, what's your favorite Rocky movie? And you could tell. I mean, it's perfectly fine to talk about something else. He immediately looked at me like, oh, you get it, don't you? And I'm like, <laughs> Today yeah. Today, we're I, not talking yeah. hoops. And so, <laughs> yeah. I did ask him about asked him about being a sellout. And when he talked about that, he put his marketing cap on again. Um, it's Oh, know. what tradition, Gron, while you're talking? Uh, since two days in, and Oko's already having to defend one of A and M's many weird traditions. Uh, which one? I mean, they're a plethora. Uh, I guess I should tell you real quick. We're brought yeah, to you by Comer sure. Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo area, call Comer. It's uh, December first tomorrow. You guys know what that means. It's going to get cold. So uh, get make sure your heating element and everything is ready to roll. Six six two eight zero one one seven seven seven. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, South Haven. Uh, those areas get in touch with the people at Southern six six two four two nine forty four twenty nine. This will be the uh, one of the Friday Oxford Exxon podcasts. We'll have an extra Oxford Exxon podcast with Ben Mintz. I'll probably post it pretty early tomorrow. But uh, Chase, what's going on at the Oxford Exxon? Go get your beer for the weekend. Tell you about that to uh, to start again. Thirty four degrees. The walk in the beer cave there. Here locally, you got conference championship games. You got basketball against Memphis. Maybe you want to have a couple before you go to the game. Maybe you want to have a couple after the game, either in sorrows or celebration. Although, if you're having sorrows, we need to have a conversation um, at some point between now and uh, and now and then. Maybe you took advantage of the lunch specials all through the week. Five sixty nine, couple size. You get uh, some bread, any size fountain drink. You might as well get like the really big one because again, it's free soft drink at that point. Maybe you ask Chris Beard about that. Maybe he likes chicken spaghetti or chicken and dumplings or meatloaf or many of the different options that are going on there at the Oxford Exxon. And, uh, yeah, that's that. We're in the Clark Ford studio. 
We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. All of our content at MPW Digital brought to you by Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea. It's your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brew tea, packs a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Uh, whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences with Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Guests join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901 759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. So there's no defense because fours, okay, if if you're going to do the Rocky movies and if you're going to say what's your favorite, if you want the actual critical film, you're going to pick Rocky 1 or you're going to pick Creed. Yeah. From a critical movie. This is a not a movie. This is a film. It's not a blockbuster. It's a film. That's fair. We're going to pick one of those two. We're going to pick Rocky 1. Come on. That's the answer. But if you're picking fun, it's Rocky 4 with Rocky 3 finishing second. Now, the first part of the problem is that the first part of Rocky 3 is irredeemable. It's awful. I got Mickey dying. I got Rocky not caring and doing the carnival amusement park training. I've got the very uncomfortable clubber laying at the statue dedication yeah. where he and Adrian have their moment back and forth. And Rocky and Apollo have some weird moments. It, it it just the dance the the hugging in the beach. The the race that Rocky would have no prayer of ever winning. No, Rocky was never going to beat Apollo in a race. I mean, Apollo's whole thing was I mean, he was built off Muhammad Ali. It was footwork, moving, agility. Yeah, he was Rocky's a, a big lumbering oaf. Yeah. There was no way that <laughs> No, no, no. He jumped rope for 2 weeks. Now he's ready. No. Yeah, come on. We have a very accelerated timeline in the Rocky universe. The kid ages 10 years. Rocky gets fleet of foot in like 10 days because he's training in L.A. and not Russia. Becomes a right-hander. Well, it's, t- it's the rope-a-dope. But then he sticks with it and never reverses it. it ha- look, it has some, some logical fallacies, okay? Kyle Wilson's never seen a Rocky movie. Kyle. Kyle. <sighs> Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle, I don't even know where to start. Go get Rocky one and watch it and then report back. There are a lot of people who have not seen Rocky movies that are under 
Yeah, because Chris Beard and I are the same age. And so he was talking about seeing Rocky Three, and he remembers seeing it with his mom and a friend at a mall. And he remembered after that movie, all he could do, he just wanted to go jump rope or run or something. I mean, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I can remember after that movie wanting to, like, go box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was jacked. I was I was probably 13. Yeah. I mean, I was ready. Let's, let's go. I couldn't wait for, like, let's. And you're in when heavyweight boxing was cool, period. Oh, big time. It, it, I mean, that, that was the stars. I mean, we've always talked about this. With his punching power, if Deontay Wilder's in the 80s, he's like a multi-millionaire freak show, top 10 celebrity in the world kind of dude. Yeah, you, a six nine guy that knocks you out. You're too young to really no, remember. No, no. I mean, I mean, I call it the very end of like Holyfield. Yeah. that that era when I was a kid. Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Ken Norton, Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, Hitman Tommy Hearns, <laughs> uh, Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Yeah, those were household names. Like we talked about those guys, me and my friends. They came on uh Wide World of Sports. Saturday afternoon, sometimes you'd get a championship fight. I can remember Muhammad Ali and Leon Spinks fighting in the Superdome on a Saturday night in a rematch cuz Leon Spinks uh upset Muhammad Ali to win the title. Michael Spinks' big brother and Muhammad Ali beat him to for a rematch. Okay. And it was like it was a big deal. It was it was every everybody stopped and watched it on a Saturday night. I probably was 10, 11 years old. Those people were were superstars. They were no no joke. I mean LeBron, Tom Brady, boxers. They were, they were those names. I mean, the only athletes in the sports world who were as big in his prime as, say, Muhammad Ali. Probably baseball players back then. I mean, Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach. Um, yeah, baseball players. It is worth getting down the wormhole, guys, of, of watching the Tyson knockouts on YouTube. Just watch the compilations yeah. of his knockouts. Yeah, he... he he was scary. Like Mike Tyson was scary. But those were big fights. Like Tyson and, and was it Spinks? Or Tyson, who did he fight that was it was uh obviously Evander Holyfield, but there were a couple before that that were huge. I can remember the utter shock to find out that Buster Douglas had knocked out yeah. Mike Tyson. Just utter shock, or you didn't believe it. That fight was in Japan or somewhere? That was a bigger deal than I would remember it being because of my age. Yeah. It was a different <laughs> different world. <laughs> Maddish. Holy cow, Wikipedia has an entire page called Texas A&M Terms. <laughs> Grun makes a good point. Yeah, that they call the Texas fans T-sips. It makes it easier to cheer for Texas every time you hear anything. Oh, hook them. I mean, because I, I don't like Texas, but... It's all relative know. here. I'm kind of starting to, if, if I've got to choose, you know, when you move to Alabama, they, they say you have to choose. If I ever move to Texas and they go, you have to choose, I'm like, all right, go home. I've chose. I've right, chosen. Give me some burnt orange. I'm good. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, here Whatever. we go. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> You'd rather do the hook on the thumbs up. 
Oh my God. And all of it. The orange look, Texas, again, we've been over this before. Texas uniform brand, the whole deal. It's it's world class. It's the First universal rate. sign for good job. Yeah. That's what you took. Yeah. Way it's like to going, go. hey, I tell you what, we're gonna take put your hand together and then put two fingers up. It's a peace sign. That, that's our turn. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <sighs> they try really hard. It's just all too much. A war hymn, not a fight song. Yeah. No, it's a fight song. So we opened the press conference today. He asked what bowl we thought Ole Miss was going to. There was a consensus among beat writers in the room that it kind of sounds like, feels like citrus. Is that what we're kind of going with here on Thursday night? It's what I'm going with simply because I'm not buying. I would not predict that they're going to just redo everything. Now, here's the catch. Ole Miss is literally one spot out. So it just takes what does it take? one them to jump ahead of Penn State just because. I mean, I don't okay. know. I mean, who says when, that they don't move one team, one spot? All I right, mean, here's, here's a scenario. So Michigan, Michigan blows out Iowa. Okay. Tulane wins. Okay. Tulane has to win, in my opinion. I agree. So Tulane wins. I think if Tulane loses, it's all for naught. Okay. Tulane wins. Michigan blows out Iowa. Penn State's biggest win is now. Pull up their schedule. But they have no bad losses, but what's their big win? They lost to they lost to Ohio State. Because I mean Ole Miss has no bad losses. No, uh, they lost to Ohio State. They lost to Michigan. No, Penn State's the one where when you look at the whole thing, you kind of go, huh? I mean, I get what they're doing, but I, I, I it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, starting to kind of feel like this is that whole, hey, we got to set a precedent to make sure that we get three Big Ten teams. Penn State wins. West Virginia at home. Delaware, which is joining Conference USA, by the way. Yeah. Let's go put butts in seats. At Illinois. Okay. Iowa. Okay. UMass. Northwestern. So far, Iowa's the the only big win. Indiana. Okay. Maryland. Decent. Rutgers, Michigan State. So they have one good win and one decent win. Now, I will say this. They beat the raw hell out of people. They did. But But who they play? Yeah. And their losses are 24-15 to Michigan. See, here's my problem. And 20-12 Ohio State. I can make a lot more compelling argument for Missouri than I can Penn State. Penn State, has of the four teams, has the weakest resume to me. Because Oklahoma, I mean, their resume is pretty good. I don't hate Oklahoma's resume. No. They beat Texas. I, Yes, there is technically a world where the SEC would miss the playoff. But I just think the SEC is too powerful to get left out like that at the end of the day. I just don't buy that happening. I don't either. There's also a world, I guess, where they get four of the 12. Oh, I mean this year. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I meant Alabama or Georgia missing this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's no. what I, we were talking about 2023. I think the, yeah. Well, I meant Alabama the, beats Georgia and then Texas gets in instead of either one of those teams. Florida State wins and gets in. 
So Tyler and I had this debate. But you let Florida State in without their quarterback over Alabama and Georgia. Tyler and I had this debate, and it really it bothers me. The whole are you taking the four best teams, or are you taking the, the four, four most resume, the four most deserving teams? He said, and if you do deserving, it's resume. And I'm, I think I'm about the resume. I I, I don't. Oh, you think you really? So you think you're okay with just not worrying about who's playing or not playing and just what have you done at that point and that's what it is? I mean, well, I, I... Well, here's the thing. Okay. You take a scenario where Alabama beats Georgia. Texas wins the Big 12. Um, If Texas doesn't get in and Alabama does... You basically tell Texas that that win in Tuscaloosa in September didn't matter. And you go, well, Alabama hadn't worked out their quarterback situation by then. And Texas goes, and? So why play? Why, why, why did they go to Tuscaloosa if it didn't matter? Wouldn't they have been better off playing UTEP? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get it. You're going to punish Florida State if they beat Louisville? You're going to punish them because, well, your quarterback's hurt. Okay, but people get hurt in football. We don't do this in the NFL. If the Saints win the NFC South, and in the last week of the year, Derek Carr gets hurt, they go, they go well, you know what? You won the South. But you were going to win the South, but we're going we're gonna to give it to the Falcons because your quarterback got hurt. And you're not going to be able to win a playoff game. We're not doing that. Why, why are we doing this in, the, in college football? I was trying to look. I know it's somewhere on the site to say exactly what they're supposed to look for in these rankings, but I'm having a hard time kind of finding it right now. Um, but, but is that a valid point? You wouldn't like that in pro football. You'd, you'd no, lose your mind. I completely get it, but the entire support, the pa- entire support, sport is subjective. Patrick Mahomes gets hurt in week 16. Are we going to go, well, you know what? The Chiefs, yeah, I know you won all those games, but nah. You're not going to do it without Mahomes. You're out. Hey, Raiders, you're up. No, we don't do that. That's so stupid. So you're advocating for blo- let's just setting up the blowout and letting it be what I it guess is. so, because they earned the right to get blown out. They scheduled LSU and Florida. They didn't play a cupcake schedule. They went undefeated. They won their league. This is assuming they beat Louisville on Saturday. You're punishing them because a kid got hurt? What if... What if a kid for Michigan, what if they, they they just lost the left guard? He might win the Outland Trophy. Are we going to go, well, nope, nope. I just, I, I think that's a, I think you're going down a, a, I think you're going down a street that's not good. You're saying September doesn't matter. All that matters is the end. Okay, well then, what if a team starts off 0-2 and, and then rips off 11 wins in a row? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you look forward to the holidays? Maybe you struggle with seasonal blues. The holidays can be stressful. It can conjure up some sadness. In other words, this time of year can be a lot. And it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change. Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I've benefited from therapy. It was work. 
good work for me to talk through some feelings with the professional, walk away with a new perspective. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW. Uh, we're also brought to you by Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy welcomes you to the winter sales event of 2023. Buy more, save more. The more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and don't forget a little something extra for you. Get 25% off any order, 30% off orders of 120 or more, 40% off any orders of 240 or more. Visit deadsoxy.com. Use the promo code rebelgrove at checkout. Take advantage of this holiday sale from Dead Soxy. Um, we're also brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com or 662-567-2573. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Uh, those are just some of the questions that can only be answered with the personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you at rebelsretire.com. And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right, all items, $1.00 no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid, that's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D, or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, and others coming soon, so don't miss out. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you, everything from the Northern Style Barbecue, the Signature, Tons of great options, and we've got a great offer for you. Again, it is five by five pouches or more. Code RG twenty five percent off with code RG with Prime Shrimp. They have got some new stuff coming. They've got the uh, soy ginger coming. They've got uh, the lemon cracked pepper. It's all some of the full meals in a bag. Plenty of different things to uh, either get some samples, try some different ones, or just pack up on your favorites. So again, it is code RG Prime Shrimp dot com. And you clearly look and go, oh, my God. Well, I mean, got a quarterback back, lost an opener. I mean. And then suddenly dude's back, and they're a rolling ball. Well, take a 2008 Ole Miss team. Yeah. At the end of the year, you go, oh. At the end of the year, they were one of the 10 best teams in the country. Yeah. But they lost to Vanderbilt at home. They lost to South Carolina at home. That, that Did that not count? Yeah. How's that work?
The proposed selection process is to establish a selection committee that will be instructed to place an emphasis on winning conference championships, strength the schedule, and head-to-head competition when comparing teams with similar records and pedigree, treat final determination like a tiebreaker, apply specific guidelines. The criteria to be provided to the to the selection committee must be aligned with the ideals, blah, 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 um, to honor regular season success while at the same time providing enough flexibility and discretion to select a non-champion or independent under circumstances where the particular non-champion or independent is unequivocally one of the four best teams in the country. That's where Georgia's in trouble if they lose, and I just don't see them getting back in. It doesn't make sense. I agree. 100%. Here's what's interesting, and because it goes down to the bottom to go, we want this same criteria to be established on picking 10, 11, 12, the rest of the college football access bowls, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is what bugs me. Back to the Ole Miss thing. I'm getting there. Okay. It's what really bothers me, because McClintock, it's where the committee goes, well, this is why. They say... When circumstances at the margins indicate, indicate that teams are comparable, and there's nothing here that says Penn State, Ole Miss, and Missouri are not comparable, right? I mean, they're all comparable. Ten and two teams in Power Five conferences. Championships won. Okay. None, none of them. Okay. Strength of schedule. They all have really good strength of schedules, basically neg- negligible. Okay. It's like eight, nine, and ten, literally. They're all next to each other. Okay. Head-to-head competition. There is none. Nope. Comparative outcomes of common opponents – Okay. Okay. Within parentheses, without incentivizing margin of victory. It's literally in their bylaws. The, so please both, explain to me how Missouri has a better resume than Ole Miss. So the common opponent, both Ole Miss and, and Missouri played LSU at home. Ole Miss won, Missouri lost. And they were both at home. Uh, they, Arkansas. Both they won both the played games. Arkansas. They both won. I'm trying to think, is there anybody else that they both played? Vanderbilt. They both won. They both beat Vanderbilt. And there might be one more. Georgia. They both lost. Both lost to Georgia. On and the it road. Says specifically not in parentheses without incentivizing margin of victory. You're not following your rules. That's the point. So I'm reading from the college football playoff guidelines. It's where the whole thing's messed up. The whole thing is messed up. And so you're going to do the best team. But how do you like, I mean, number one, and again, I've said this a thousand times. I know it matters to some people. I know it matters a lot. I'm not discounting your emotion or your passion. I'm just saying this particular year, I don't know. It doesn't really matter, whatever, whatever. That said, there it is. What, what, are, what, what is the rule? What is the criteria? Do you have a plan? What do you do? And they could have avoided all of this, all of this by not having that stupid Tuesday show every week. You realize that, right? Of course. Then you could just wait till the end. You could evaluate the resumes and pick the best teams. But if you go by that, Ole Miss should be in instead of Missouri. Now, I think both Ole Miss and Missouri should be in ahead of Penn State. But are you not doing that because, well, that would be too many SEC teams? So are we going to do that in the playoff? Are we going to have this fight in the playoff every year? Oh, well, you know, I know five SEC teams are deserving, but that's too many. Says who? We don't do that in the NCAA basketball tournament. We don't do that in the College World Series. The very last line, we would expect this same set of principles to be applied, particularly at the margins with teams 10, 11, 12. What does particularly at the margins mean? 
don't get bogged down in who's better six, seven, eight ranking them. Like whatever, it's all the same. Versus, make sure you get the right teams in. I think is what they're saying. Yeah. There's more of a problem if a team gets left out that's deserving versus a team being ranked seventh instead of six. Whatever. Okay. Although I would argue that whatever the break is starting next year with a home game matters a whole hell of a lot. What's stopping them from putting both Ole Miss and Missouri in? I don't know. Is there a rule? I mean, it's happened before. I mean, you could put Georgia in the playoff, Alabama in the sugar. Or where, that, where would Alabama go? If would they lose, sugar, no, not sugar. If they lose on Saturday, where will they go? Peach. Whatever. Okay, Bama goes to the peach, Ole Miss to the cotton, and Missouri to the fiesta. Problem solved. Send Tulane to the peach, Texas to the cotton, and Washington to the fiesta. Done. There you go. Look at me. I'm because t- the orange is already getting Louisville and Ohio State. Yeah. We did that in like nine seconds. This is so save you a lot of time. I mean, y'all wouldn't even have to do a seven-hour show. (laughs) Now, under that circumstance, it would be Penn State, LSU, and the Citrus. Okay, and then would be Iowa in the Outback against whoever the hell that would be. Okay, yeah, I'm just Iowa, Tennessee, Outback. There you go, solved. Yeah, that would be that bowl game. Yeah. Okay. You good? I'm good. All right. Sweet. I mean, that'd be fine. Or you could, if the Citrus didn't want LSU a second year in a row, let LSU go to the Outback and let Tennessee go to the Citrus. What difference does it make? Who cares? Yeah, I guess there were only three Access Bowl teams in 14. I thought there were four. It was just two of them happened to be Ole Miss and State. What if Louisville beats Florida State? How far does Florida State fall? Do they fall out? No, they're not going to knock all the way out of the Access Bowls. The that that's Ole Miss's problem is that Florida State's going to stay ahead of them and Louisville's going to jump them. Okay, but if I'm I'm playing devil's advocate, sure. All right, I, I I'm not arguing with you. I agree. You're probably right. But if the quarterback thing is a big enough deal to potentially keep them out of the fourteen playoff. Wouldn't the quarterback thing with a loss to Louisville be enough to kick him out of the 12? I mean, wouldn't that be a precipitous fall? I'm just telling you politics and all. I don't think that's the and case. I get it. I agree with you. I'm just saying, but shouldn't it? Yeah. At that point, would anyone, if they lose to Louisville by 13 points Saturday night, is anyone going to argue that this Florida State team is one of the best 10? Anyone? No. Yeah, I, if somebody says there, I know Staples is predicting a reshuffling on Sunday, and that might happen. They might all get in, and it, he'd be right. I'm not – look, if Andy's right, none of us are stunned. He's more connected than you and me. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going sure. I just don't like his comparison of 2014. That's my problem. I get it. Now, I understand why TCU was so pissed in 14. They were ranked number three or number four going into the last weekend of the regular season. They won their game beating Iowa State 55-3 to and fell to number six. Were they behind it three to nothing at some point? <laughs> so it would happen. What, because they had some control problems. That 2014 Big 12 season didn't have the cha- – you know, it was that weird champion tiebreaker thing. And it, it, it messed up TCU. It put them in a weird spot. Now, I will say, if I'm Ole Miss – They were co-champions with Baylor 
Yeah. If I'm Ole Miss, I do not want to – whoever is this year's <laughs> version of TCU, I, I want no part of it. That team was that team was highly pissed that day. They took a lot of frustration out on that field. In December 2014, after completing the first season with the college football playoff, Baylor and TCU both finished the season with 8-1 and one conference records and were declared co-champions by the conference despite Baylor's head-to-head win over TCU. When the selection committee met to select teams for the first playoff, both were overlooked in favor of teams that competed in and won conference championship games, leaving the Big 12 out of the playoff. This led to the criticism of how the Big 12, de- 12 determining its champion. The playoff committee basically said they didn't have one champion and they didn't play on conference championship weekend, so we've dropped them to six. They didn't want them. Well, right. Simple as that, which is where I'd go, hey, this is why I'm – I might find it in me to be more worked up on Monday than I am today because I just keep thinking politics are going to play here. At some point, right after they get through settling the four and they figure out, okay, who's going where and whatnot, I have a very difficult time believing, Chase, that they don't look at the Peach Bowl – and the Cotton Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl and go, hey. Who you want? Who you want. Yeah, here are your options. We can't do anything stupid, but. Yeah, I mean, you can't, like, go take Utah here, but who do you want? Here's your pool. And the and Peach Bowl goes, we really would like to have Missouri instead of so-and-so. And they go, okay. Right. And look, the Cotton Bowl might not know who they want because they might want Ole Miss Texas, but when they see Texas gets into the playoff, they go, eh, whatever, nah, it's fine. Sure. Or they might go, okay, well, you know what? We kind of had a dud last year. We took it for the team. We're good. We don't want them again. Can I get Ole Miss Penn State? Yeah. Can I have... Can I have Ole Miss Washington? I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe the Fiesta Bowl goes, we really don't want Missouri. Wouldn't mind doing the Kiffin thing. (laughs) Or maybe they go, we want Missouri-Washington. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they go, we really want Alabama. Yeah. We we don't get Bama very often. That's a weird one for us. Can we we, do that? We'd like Bama. And I don't know how that works. Because the Sugar Bowl doesn't get a say. But I have a difficult time believing. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I have a feeling nobody would ever tell me. Nobody would ever admit that I were right. I have a difficult time believing that politics never kicks in. Yeah, 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 sure. Not even a little bit? Oh, look at him. I know, he's beautiful. Look at him. Look at him. He's gorgeous. What's the big thing on his head? Does does he take that to Chicago? He's just the king of the world. Does he get to take that with him? I hope so. Will y'all make him one? We'll make whatever he wants. Okay. I mean, you know how good he'd look in blue. He does look good in a uniform. He does. He looks so good in a uniform. Imagine how good he'd look in blue. You have golf on? Tyler wanted to watch golf. I turned it on. Okay. It's still on. They play forever. (laughs) They do. It's all day. <laughs> <laughs> they just all. Oh my God! How many of you people are there? Well, there's only like twenty in this event. This is a made for TV. Then what thing. in the world's taking so long? Yeah, this is a t- this is a really small event. All right. Kirk Bowles saying he's here in Texas, Mizzou, Cotton. He would know in the he Cotton. He would know if UT doesn't make playoff. Okay, there you go. And look, it might be that that's who they want. 
They get the old Big Eight Southwest Conference Look, thing. I think it's stupid what I'm about to say, but I do think something really hurt Ole Miss. That Georgia game got hyped, and Ole Miss got steamrolled. Sure. And I do think it hurt them. Oh, they, there's no doubt about that. It did hurt them. It just goes against their own criteria. I get it. I get it. So it, I'm bogged when Boo Kerrigan or whatever his name is gets up there and goes, well, here's why. And it's like that literally is against your own rules. You're explaining why on something your your committee literally says do not do. Because he's going to talk about game control and margins of defeat. And then in another game, he's going to go, well, you know, it's really all about wins. It's like, well, hold on. LSU, Tulane. I know. They're in your thing. I know. One at Auburn. Whatever. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But, but what you should say then at the beginning of the year is, look, if you play a big game and you get rolled, it's going to hurt you. Because maybe that changes the way you coach the game. Tyler, that should have actually been y'all's that 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 should have been y'all's punishment in in uh in McCready and Siski's competition is that if Neil loses to every press conference for a certain period of time, he has to wear a baseball jersey with scoops on the back no for way. the name. My God, <laughs> that, that it can be a Cubs jersey. I don't care, but that should be it. It should be like number one with scoops over no. it that he has to wear to all the PCs. That's brutal. Put it in his backpack for basketball post game press conferences. <laughs> no. Has to go to the bathroom and slip it on like Clark Kent in the phone booth before the before, before the press conference. I think that's the play. I was kind of locked into a baseball game that was played 20 years ago. It's true. I, I'll own it. Yeah, we look, he, all this teeth gnashing, and here's the truth. If it were next year, you would just be celebrating with your feet kicked up because you would already be in the freaking playoff. 100%. Literally in. Done. Done. You'd be going, well, okay, let's go see where we're going. He'd be going to Washington or Ohio State or wherever mm-hmm. the hell ever. Oh yeah, Florida State. You go play, please. Can, can we can we go to Tallahassee and play that oh, team right be now? Be scouting games. Yeah, yeah. We've been win that one. Well, who do we get? Georgia. Oh uh, well, okay. But hey, that's final eight. What you be doing? <sighs> I know it doesn't matter. I mean, you're irritated by it, and I'm I, very irritated by I it. I understand the irritation. I don't like when something says do something and then the people pee down my leg and tell me it's raining. I get it. That's my problem. I, 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 I'm not making fun. I understand. That's why I like computers to decide things. Like uh, People suck. Just spit out some numbers. Oh, I'm with you there completely. Robot or, strike zones. Sure, let's get the call right. Yeah, totally. Because the, the people drive me insane, and I love some of you. I like you as people. You're some of my best friends. But the people go, nope, that's just part of the game to get calls wrong. It's like, but why? Can you They're like, it? that's the romance of the game to miss calls. It's no. like, how about we just get the call right? What the hell are we talking about? I got nothing. I mean, looking back, I'm kind of glad they didn't have replay in the 85 World Series. I mean, I mean, Dinkinger, maybe he was right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe he was right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Like, what are the top five worst missed calls ever? Look, as you could. I mean, replay would have changed that. Yeah. Given the dude for the Rockies is no hitter, I'd like to change that. Yeah. 
I mean, that sucks. What was that guy's name? Uh, 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 Galarraga. Yeah. I was driving to Charlottesville, Virginia for the regional in 10 when that happened. We were, we, David Brant and I were listening on the radio. I always wondered what replay would do with the Alu foul ball. Oh. Oh. Would it have made it? A, yeah. What would it have done? Oh, the infield fly with the, was it Braves? And Braves Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. I almost came to blows in my house that night. No, I don't like AI at all because it's not, it's not programmed right now to even be correct. Like people are trying to use it and it's not even smart enough to get right what you're trying to do. Like, but I'm, I'm 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 different than most news people on that. Most are just salivating over all the different ways that you can use I've it. I've right never now. used it. Corey, welcome into the show. How are you? What's up, guys? How are you? Doing good. Left work. Last day of the month. <laughs> did you sell some trucks and cars? Yeah, we did all right today. Good. People people do not understand that I live month to month. It is a it's it's a, it's a starting line and a finish line and it's everything so the quota begins tomorrow again and here we go i, I am also in the scoreboard business <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. what uh we're, um, we're at the end of november what's been your best month this year like not number on us but just what month was it um july oh yeah, really july. Yeah. Warm month, and people no in good moods. Is that like traditional? I, no, typically the summer's the, the summer's short. Okay. But the, typically the summer's not as good as you know, and then like January's gonna be like the like the Dave Ramsey books will be flying off the shelves right around New Year's Eve and then by January the twentieth all that's gone, you're back to you know, not you know, not uh spending money like crazy, but you may not be following the Dave Ramsey plan exactly like you're supposed to by the 20th. So uh, the the start of the year is pretty slow. The spring and fall are usually the best All right. for All me. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, football Saturdays are, are tough. I mean, you know, if you've got State at Bama and LSU, Ole Miss at LSU, there's not going to be a lot of – Not a know, lot of car not doing be a lot day. of looking – yeah, not a lot of not a lot of light traffic, as we call it. Um, but yeah, other than that, you want to go uh, to the citrus? You want to go to the cotton, core? I, I answered your poll, and I know I I, I know that the, the the easy answer is the third answer: win the access bowl. But that's not what you ask. You no. ask lose the access bowl or win the citrus bowl, and I answered it: win the citrus bowl. Yeah, um, get the I would eleventh go win. Eleven and two, yeah. That, once you've been to multiple, I don't think there's a difference in the world between going to three access bowls or four in the last X number of years. I just I don't feel that way. You're either a program that can get to the damn things or you aren't. Did you miss out on getting a pair of the uh, custom shoes from the Grove Collective? Here's your chance to do one better style assembly women's boutique on the square. It's partnered with the collective to offer a pair signed by Lane himself. You can enter two different ways. You can go to shopstyleassembly.com, purchase a raffle ticket for $25, or make any purchase on the site or in the store, including gift cards. Each ticket and purchase counts as an entry. No restrictions on the entries. 100% of raffle ticket sales plus 10% of all regular merchandise sales will be given directly to the collective. 
Use code RG15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. Also, free shipping on orders over $150. Discount obviously not applied to raffle tickets. So knock out some holiday shopping and support the NIL efforts of the collective. That's online at shopstyleassembly.com or stop by the store at 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig. Ask for Kate, the owner, and she'll personally help you out. The College Corner is in Oxford now. They've got a location off Sisk Avenue in the Oxford Commons. They also have two locations in the Jackson area. And don't forget, you can go to collegecornerstore.com to do all of your shopping for uh, the Ole Miss fans in your life, even Mississippi State fans, other fans. You can get all that stuff at collegecornerstore.com. They've been great to us uh, for years, so we would appreciate you being great to them as well. Uh, we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in uh, Madison, Mississippi. Clients in more than 20 states. Advisors in multiple states. Uh, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, uh, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. Investing treated like a commodity. Decisions made using objective information and research, not emotions. It's mypinwealth.com. M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, uh, just get in touch with John if you're trying to uh, make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He'll give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party, your company dinner, your festive party event. Fabulous food, great craft libations. They can accommodate up to 200 guests at Opa. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. If you're interested in uh, renting out a part of Rafters as well, uh, the same number, Jeannie, 601-421-7147. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. We'll have picks up either tomorrow or it might even be Friday morning. But we'll have picks to you. Uh, They're brought to you by Service Specialist, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you pretty much across the board. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. It's always free for the candidate. And a company doesn't pay unless you hire a candidate that Service Specialist sends. In other words, you've got nothing to lose. So give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today and take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Podcast, uh, sorry, brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Um, it's getting close to the end of 2023. If you need to make a year-end donation for tax purposes, call the foundation They'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the um, Champions Now campaign. If you're working on estate planning, call the foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. For information, that's 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy. 
for uh, anyone who would care for the uh, high-dose flu shot. They have that available. They especially recommend it for anyone 65 or older. Most people just give the standard dose, but they uh, have the uh, extra dose there for you if you need that. They also have the RSV vaccine for anyone who is looking for that as well. And they do all those by appointment, which makes getting in and out super easy. Give them a call to schedule, and they'll take care of you. That's 662-236-2222 for G&M in Oxford or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. Right, right. So, you know. Did you, uh, uh, did you, did you, think, hey, Corey, did you raise some hell in Starkville last week? How'd it go? I mean, I, I, I saw you were pretty amped up. I got, got some photos and stuff. No, you didn't. Oh, I yeah, did too. Did okay. Andy? What? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Andy Bowl? What are we talking about? Uh, he's, referring, buddy, he's, he's referring to independence. Oh, no. Uh-uh, so. uh-uh, uh-uh. Somebody else. I'll, we'll talk about yeah. it later. But how, what, what, how, how'd, how'd it go? Did you have a good night? It was pretty good, but some some girl that was was with another girl, she came up there and started ringing a cowbell, and I was like, no, and I got it. And and I'm not a jerk about the cowbell, but I intentionally sought out uh, Ole Miss section tickets so I didn't have to hear those things. You know, I I, I think that's I, I was kind of sitting in Switzerland. I didn't want to be. I didn't. I I did that on purpose. We 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 bought we bought those tickets. Uh, to stay in the Ole Miss section. So, so know. state fan that intentionally but, came to cause a problem or just was happened to be sitting with some Ole Miss people or like how, how big of an asshole was this person? Just a drunk female is all it was. And, and okay. we just were like, no, 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 not, nope, 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 nope. Um, so yeah, we, we, it was, they were the, it was the nicest egg bowl I've been to over there. Um, you know, I think they all, you know, I mean, obviously they knew that we were better and they, they had an interim coach and everybody was cordial. I didn't, I didn't see a lot of, lot of ruffled feathers at all. Um, they were, they were about to make a coach and hire that, uh, as a, a buddy, the state fan said, man, that's like, you know, coming in dirty and taking a good shower, you know, it just kind of fixes a lot of things. So, so, um, yeah, it was, uh. It was. Uh, did they show the, the, the they, they show Knox coming in on the four wheeler on the video board? Like everybody all amped up when when he was on the ATV. I, I think they did, but he took a weird route. I was on the exact caddy cornered end of the stadium from where he was, hey, um, so I didn't really. Know big news for both of you guys with this portal. It's, this portal's difficult to keep up with today. What are we doing? Uh, Javante Connor says after much thought with family and also close. Also, close ones. I will not be entering the transfer portal. Uh, I'll be remaining a rebel. A rebel. So okay. He deleted that post pretty quickly yesterday. The portal taketh away, and the portal giveth. Yeah, in very short order. Who, who was who was that that had that post? Uh, the other day it was Suntering Perkins. We're all assuming that was portal okay. related, but it could have been anything. He tweeted a series of dots. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is this is Twitter. Uh, like decoding Twitter season for sure. What uh I'm just curious. You said this was the nicest, Corey. What was the what what's what's the most evil egg bowl and start well you've ever been to? What was the rowdiest? Ooh. Hashtag Wallacing. Oh, was that one bad? Um Yeah, it was. It's, it's the first one I've been back to since then. Okay. I think. I don't think I went to the Dak Poopy Pants game. Um and I know I didn't go the one two years ago. I don't know. I think I think this is my last one back. 
right. So you hadn't been in 10 years. Ish. I may have been to one in between there, but I don't remember. It was uneventful. Is it only because Ole Miss was such a favorite that you probably didn't have to deal with a loss? No, not really. I mean, we were we were sitting around and and like you know my, my kids were tended to and and they were in, all going in different directions and I just you know called somebody and said hey you want to ride over and yeah, yeah so we we rode over and and nothing else to do that day and and it was, it wasn't, the weather wasn't bad I mean it was forty but the wind wasn't blowing at all um so it wasn't it wasn't awful I hear you um somebody. Somebody put on the message board today, and I, I, I commented on it. I said, this is sage advice right here, that I'm going to try to do this to, like, not worry about transfer portals or signing days or, or, or anything like that and just, just kind of look at the roster in August and see what has occurred, just trust Kiffin. Um, and I, I know it's impossible to do, but, you know, if if, if – I think you would go crazy hitting refresh on Twitter and refresh on the message board trying to figure out, you know, if somebody gets in the portal, is it is it a, uh, like y'all were talking about on the pod today, uh, what's the Georgia quarterback's name? Carson Beck. Is it a negotiation tactic while he's in the, while he's in the portal, or is he really looking around? I mean, I, I, there's just too many moving parts to try to keep up with all of it. You'll go crazy. He said, I'm just going to chill and not, try to not worry about it until we see what the roster is. During Neil's favorite time of year, fall camp. <laughs> I I mean, yep. from a coverage standpoint, I honestly kind of don't know. I don't really know what to do with it. I, I know. I mean, we're going to cover it. We're going to write about it. But God, I almost kind of hate to feed into it with the minute by minute drama of he entered the portal. He's out of the portal. Maybe he gets back in the portal. Just, I mean, let me know when you decide something. Yeah. I mean. You know, I, I don't, and I know that's not that's not the best clickbait journalism in the world. Luckily, we're not a clickbait site, but I, I'm I don't really know how to write those stories because I, I just find them all to be so incredibly disingenuous. And I was telling Tyler this today. The observation that I've made in the last twenty four to forty eight hours is that with the portal, schools are now quote offering end quote portal guys and they're not real offers the offers right. the offers are now really a, a a signal of hey we we'd really like to talk to you we'd like for you to come visit and if the visit goes well and we have a connection then we'll go from there but to do that for the kid to come visit you have to offer because they like to put out on social media all the schools that offered them it's clout right yeah well i mean you could offer a kid a scholarship and zero NIL, and he was offered, you know? Yeah. Or if he comes at the great bit, then you give him the NIL. But, I mean, it's kind of like, you know? it's 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 like, uh, the analogy I used is an NFL team goes into free agency and they, they contact 20 free agents. They're not signing 20 guys. They're bringing... They might bring some guys in. They don't even... They don't sign everyone they bring in. They just... I don't know. It's just... I haven't I haven't told y'all my transfer portal story. I didn't call it in and tell this story. Have have I, I, didn't, I didn't want to put it on board, but I, I hadn't. Y'all haven't heard me talk about the tennis player in the transfer portal, have you? I don't want to be redundant. You have. I, I have not heard this particular uh, ant, antidote. So I've, got, antidote. I've got a customer who I've got a customer that was getting his vehicle serviced, and uh, 
he we were talking about uh, he's a state guy. We were talking about the you know how crazy Portland is and all that stuff. And he said that he has a nephew that played JUCO tennis, and I think it was in the state of Mississippi. They're from Mississippi, so um, he, he had played JUCO tennis for two years and had come to Ole Miss as a regular student. Was no longer to play tennis. And now he may be telling me a fib, I don't know, but th- but th- this is what I gathered is that he was going to go play tennis at Delta State at Delta State now, but because he was enrolled at Ole Miss, he had to enter the transfer portal. And so when he enters the transfer portal, it doesn't say John Doe from Jones Community College. It says John Doe from Ole Miss in the tennis transfer portal. And uh, man, he was getting blown up. Like Wake Forest was calling him. Like, <laughs> like, like teams from all over the country had no idea who this kid was. But they just but saw a pretty said, good tennis program oh, and went, "Oh hell, yeah, let's let's worth investigating." So he's answering <laughs> the phone with all these random numbers. Like, look, I went to community college to play tennis, and I'm transferring to Delta State, but I had to get in the portal. Now I don't know if that's true, and that's the way the rules work or not. But I found the story hilarious, one way or the other. It's probably true because it would be your institution at the it time. Probably is. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. But yeah, he said that he was getting blown. Everyone in the country was calling, just just kind of checking in, just see. You know, with, with, you know, and, and I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, the, 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 um, I feel for every coach because, I mean, I've heard coaches of multiple sports go, you're just speed dating where you have basically a line and you try to find a phone number, but if you can, it's Twitter or Instagram or whatever direct message system you have available. And it's, hey, I'm John Doe from Ole Miss and blah, 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 blah. Do you, or, you know, and then introduce and then. You might be ghosted right there. Andy deal Kennedy. might already be done. Andy Kennedy told me one night, he said, literally, I just opened up a bottle of wine and started calling. <laughs> he said, you just, just kind of call everybody. I mean, and they all do. It's why, I mean, Andy wasn't going to, I mean, I, 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 he called 20-something guys one night. He's not taking, he, he, doesn't yeah. have, he doesn't have 20 spots. He's just, you're just doing your due diligence. But the fact that shooters got to shoot. Well, you you have to because if you don't cover the base, you can't go backwards. You've got to be moving with it, and so you're just the fact that the fact that on Monday Ole Miss is going to contact a hundred hundred guys. I mean, I mean, you got to cover it. I get it, but that's not a hundred separate stories. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just not why. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Running back, running back John Jones would fit at Ole Miss, my column. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. It bothers me more than it should. Chase gets irritated about the whole hey, CFP thing. I get irritated about this. What was our freshman running back's name this year that red shirt? Uh, kind of an Italian. Riscano. Kedrick Riscano. Yeah. Uh, what? What did he? Did they just red shirt him because they didn't? I think he played in too many games because he played on special teams. Did he? I think. Really? Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. I can okay. look at it, but for some reason that makes sense to me. I just didn't remember him getting a lot of carries or, or any carry. I don't, he did, I don't, I don't think he got carry. any carries. Okay. But, but I don't mean – the red shirting these days is just whatever, man. Blah. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, participation statistics. He uh, he played in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. Okay. Well, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> he, he lettered. He did letter. He gets um, he gets on the on the on the on the wall. It's a jacket. He is in the M club. He is eligible for the M club. That is uh that is that that is one hundred percent correct. So I wonder how many kids across the country are gonna be in like three M clubs by the time all this is over with like they're in the M club in Arkansas, then I was in one old miss and I'm in the two lane club, you know, because they just keep transferring and they they, they qualify. I lettered at three schools. Well, you know, we talked about this though the other day with thing with you know, like KJ Jefferson. He's kind of like he's a big deal in Arkansas, and when you transfer, not all the way, but in some ways, you lose sort of that after football appeal of like running some you know whatever and and being a pretty successful businessman or whatever just because you played football and have such name recognition. The KJ Jefferson State Farm wouldn't go over as well in Fayetteville if he transferred to Mississippi State. That's my point. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. The uh, I, I I thought about Kenny Yaboa for some reason about this, and I went and looked, and I can't find where he's ever started a game, so it doesn't say Kenny Yaboa, you know, Temple or Ole Miss. I, I can't find that, but on all of his NFL stuff, it says his college was was Mississippi. And how many games did he play? Yeah, like nine, ten. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I wonder if he ever starts. What he says, I always want. Like, what, what, what does he say when he spent however many years at Temple, and then was kind of a mercenary for Ole Miss that one year? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's you know, I mean, I, I I mean, I I guess, I mean, Joe Burrow is clearly LSU because that's where he made his name. But yeah, I get what you mean when it's the one and one kind of deal. Right. 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 All right, guys. Well, soon, I, I'm, Chase, I'm kind of scared of, of what you have of me. Oh, it's um, nothing. I mean, you were fine. I mean, what, you weren't doing anything crazy. You just got a photo you were in. Okay. All it's right. all good. No, 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 no. You were completely presentable as a, as, as a professional human being. All good. 
Okay. I mean, yeah. there were moments in that game when I was not that way. So that's what I'm saying. Like, no, like, no, 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 no. You were looking directly in the camera. All good. No problem. Hey, Corey, this time next week, is what, what is Shohei Otani on a team? Um, I don't know. I, I, you know where I get my Shohei Otani news, honestly? Where? From you on the podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I get my – I didn't know Toronto was a player until I heard, think you said something about it on there. Um, didn't you say something about Toronto at one point? Yeah, he gets mentioned. He gets mentioned with the Blue Jays a little bit, but I don't. It doesn't sound like that's the real. It doesn't sound like that's a real possibility. It feels like it's Cubs, Giants. <laughs> feels like it's Cubs, Giants, Dodgers is the favorite, and then like maybe maybe the like my Cubs. You're like my Cubs pimp. Like you tell me where to go and how to feel, and I I just wait on you to something on the podcast and I don't I know that I'm I'm either in a good mood about it or I'm in a bad mood about it. Yeah. You know, I'm either we're either winning seventy games or we're winning hundred games. You know, I, that's kinda how I how I still I, I think he, I think he's a Dodger. I think it's all just drama. He'll do something. He'll go to the Dodgers next week. And that is not good for major league baseball. It's not. I mean it's 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 not. It's not. I, I I've said this to, to my coffee guys and, you know, that Braves, Cardinals, there's two Cubs fans in there. Um, I think there's a random Astros fan in there. But I, I, I believe this with my whole heart. If Mike Trout walked down Main Street in Amory, Mississippi, he would not get recognized. No, not a shot. I wouldn't even recognize No. I wouldn't even. I watch. I probably watch 50 to 80 baseball games during the Major League Baseball season. Would not recognize him without without having an Angels uniform on. I wouldn't recognize him. So that's that's they, they've got a problem, and I think I think I think him at the Cubs or even the Cubs, Phillies, Braves, Mets, Sox, Yankees, um, you know, would, would be. So you think, uh, like in 1982, uh, a large portion of the Amory populace would recognize George Brett? Dude, I'm the. I, I, I'm not a I'm not a journalist. I'm a fan, and my dad took me. Chevrolet was doing a, a a photo shoot where Will Clark was was in it, and he was with the Giants in like 1989 or something. Yeah, and they were doing a Northeast Mississippi Chevrolet dealers photo shoot. It was like the best day of the 80s for me, <laughs> and there's no 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 chance that. My, I was nine, and I have a nine-year-old. No chance if I took him to see Mike Trout, who is the it, it, he's still leading the war on that. Like he's, he's way there, up there. there. There's yeah. no, there's no chance that my nine-year-old would be fired up about going to see Mike Trout, Shohei, any of them. I was going to ask if Shohei Otani no. walked the streets of Amory, Mississippi, would anybody notice him? No. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> Just go with no. The answer is no. no Stop. No, no. No one would notice it. I threw the bait out, yeah, no. but Parham protected yeah, you. Yeah, I did good. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the, the previous <laughs> conversation, uh, Tyler says in the stream that Malik Heath said Ole Miss a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Football. Really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Although he had a pretty good time as a rebel, he was he he was happy with his development uh, yeah. during his year it in Oxford. Well. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it may have the, like the reverse effect where the fans tweet such mean things at him when he left that he just picked up the red and blue flag and was going to run with it the rest of his life. What's well, like, you know, I mean, that, that, what's well, that, like, that, I, I get his frustration a couple weeks ago, but like Dave Clawson whining like hell over Notre Dame's video to Sam Hartman, which. A little yeah. bit of bad luck. Uh, Wake Forest was the last home game of the season for Notre Dame, so they had to sit and watch Senior Night with Sam Hartman going through it uh, at Notre Dame. But he he went on this big tirade about how, yeah, y'all just rented him. You didn't love him. You didn't develop him. He's our guy, and yet you keep talking about how he's always an Irish. And he got like really emotionally pissed off in the press conference after the game. And I get I it. I get it. I do. I, I completely do. I get, get it. it. I get it. I wonder what Wake Forest NIL looks like for football. It's not Georgia. It's probably nothing. Yeah. I mean, when Riley Leonard goes to either Notre Dame or Auburn, I mean, who developed him? Duke. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They're the guy that knew him when he was 18 yep. and like the whole deal. Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, I, you got to – I mean, I know we do the fan thing and we dive in and all that stuff, but come on. Like when Will Rogers goes someplace next year. Yeah. He's a bulldog. He played at Mississippi State for like 11 <laughs> seasons. KJ Jefferson, good, good, good. he's a Razorback. He, I don't care where he is. I mean, I mean, KJ Jefferson owns the Arkansas record book. Now he's going to go play against them. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's crazy. It is. It's not good. Two dudes. You just mentioned two dudes from Mississippi that, by all accounts, are great human beings. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, they're, they're, and and they've got this one chance. Where, where's Rogers going to go? That's not an NIL thing, is it? I, I don't know what he's going to do. I, I mean, mean, look in this crazy ass quarterback market. He's got a. He's, there's a market for him. He'll get half a million dollars. Yeah. Easy. easy. Oh, okay. He, okay. Will Rogers can get. All right. Here's hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here's the scenario. Jackson Dart plays at Ole Miss next season. Leads Ole Miss to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Graduates. Right. Still has a year left. Wins the playoff. Okay. Wins the playoff game. Okay. Graduates. Goes in the tra- goes into the transfer portal and transfers to uh, Michigan. Ole Miss people will melt down. I mean, and, I, and I'll get it. I'll understand it. it's guys. I have seen an Ole Miss quarterback transfer to Michigan before, and meltdown is the right word. Okay, yeah. Michigan wasn't the best. Right. Michigan wasn't the best example. Point. Uh, uh, okay, let me go work Tennessee. Right. Yeah, he I goes to it. Tennessee. People, it's not. This is this is not good for the sport. It's not. I'm I'm, I'm not. Oh, no. I'm not anti-player. I'm I'm for the players getting paid. I am, but guys, this is not good for the sport. And and so. 20 years from now, when Will Rogers comes back to Mississippi State, people are like, well, yeah, but he left. When K.J. Jefferson goes back to Fayetteville for some reunion of the Outback Bowl championship team, people are like, yeah, but he left. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Uh, again, last couple of days to get those Christmas lights up with Heavenly Sunshine helping you out. They take care of it. They can be a lot of work, but they'll put them up for you and do all the work. Full-service installation plan. They install, take down, and store the lights. They use commercial-grade LEDs, 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights, and we take care of the gifts. They've been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for four decades. Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance, power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. That's heavenlysunshine.com or 662-342-1203. I'm sorry. Um are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? 
Uh, either way, Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Uh, basically, if you're, you, your child is interested in horseback riding, that can really help you from beginner level to advanced all the way through to competing in competitions. It's also a great venue for events. Check them out on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Oh, would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, I'm just thinking out loud. This is what my brain works. The next time we do a Pete's Pigskin preview, if it's Iowa, do we want Pete to break down Iowa's defense or Iowa's offense? What would be the funnier show? Their offense would be the, the best show. The offense is the funnier. The defense is the more helpful for the preparing for the game. Yes. Because their defense is, is really legitimately good. It is. Sure. I'll get to that in a minute, actually. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. You get an idea of how my brain works on a day like today where I'm a little sleep deprived. You're a little scatterbrained today. I, I'm, I'm big time scatterbrained, yet I'm being fairly productive. Uh, when you when you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, <laughs> Riverland Roofing has you covered. Uh, they are GAF Master Elite Contractor. They offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland Services Mississippi and its surrounding states. Their punt game. Their punt game is really good. 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. Right next door to Ole Miss, two, three, four, and five bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Great amenities as well. You want to text their VIP list today to become the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open. 662-300-3733. And I will have a mailbag up probably much later today. I'm behind. It's brought to you by Art Hayes of Sotheby's International Realty. Are you thinking of making a move? Put the power of Sotheby's to work for you as a licensed agent with South, Sotheby's International Realty and a supporter of all things Ole Miss. Art Hayes can help you buy or sell in your hometown or anywhere in the world at no charge to you. So call and ask Art how you can do that. 612-805-5929 or email Art at Arthur.Hayes, H-A-Y-S, at lakesmn.com. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, point controls, network security, and much more. Again, that's NESpark.com. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up here in a second, but, um, I'm with y'all. I, I can't remember if it's this show or the city show, but, um, I feel so bad for Oregon State. Yeah. I, 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 I Conference so and coach. For, like, just, and quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Quarterback's and, and going to Michigan State. You can blame no one. Is that what he's doing? You can blame yeah. no one. No, of course you, not. You can't blame anybody. No, but it, you, I but, mean, but that, you can that, feel. Alma mater and he, empathy. Yeah, you can feel bad for the Oregon yeah. State fans, of course. They didn't do anything wrong. And they're a great fan base from all accounts. I mean, I watched them in Las Vegas last December. There were like 30,000 of them in Vegas. 
for the Vegas Bowl. Tons. You know where of you can find sympathy, Neil? Where? In the dictionary between shit and syphilis. <laughs> 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 no, but I do. I do feel bad for those guys. It's horrible. So and, uh, the school, the fan base, all of them. All of them. I feel bad for like and, and I, as as a country, we don't feel as bad for Wazoo as we do for for Oregon State, and I, I, it is they're in the same boat. Yeah, I but. feel bad for Wazoo. I mean, Cam Ward's going to get in the transfer portal a second, another time, and make a million bucks. What does that conference look like next year? They're signing a deal to play some Mountain West games. Yay! Yeah. And they get to claim those, a Pac-12 title, so they're just going to gonna play each Pac-2 other and then hang a banner. Yeah, the winner will win the Pac-12. Uh-huh. Well, they've got a fifty percent chance. They For do. sure, they do. That's good odds. Yeah. And when you say, "Well, they're all right, guys," get after it. All right, see you, Corey. <laughs> and people are going to say, "Well, there aren't twelve teams in the Pac-12," and they're going to say, "Well, there aren't ten teams in the Big Ten. There aren't twelve teams in the Big 12. No, you keep numbers Pac-12. don't mean anything. You keep Pac twelve. It's the brand, of course. Now they were Pac ten, which is what we all originally knew, but it's rolled off the tongue long enough now that we are we are the Pac twelve, the two of us. <laughs> Does the big because the Big Ten doesn't even use the logo anymore that had the eleven in it because mm-hmm. no, that was a great logo by the way it was, but <laughs> college football so stupid. <laughs> We're the Big Ten. We have 18 teams. We're the Big 12. We have 16 teams. We're the Pac-12. We have two teams. Make it make sense. (laughs) That guy, he started at Clemson. Now he's at Oregon State. Now he's at Michigan State. But he only has five years of eligibility. But we don't allow trades. That would be too far. (laughs) That's that. That's wrong. That is the line that we draw in the sand. Sorry. Peace out. Please ask your questions for the student athletes so they can get back to their studies. <laughs> oh, all the playoff stuff where it's please direct your questions to the student athletes. They do yes. it every time. It is so we can is. excuse them. So presumably they can go back and and, and study. Yeah, why their, do they have to leave like yeah. five minutes before the coach does? It always it, it is now. We'll let them go. They yeah. have tutoring, and then we will proceed with our. You always want to go. So hey. Um, well, like basketball does it, don't it? Like they, they might oh, speak to the player first, right? Yeah, the, the, it always is. We'll take an opening statement from the coach. Yeah. Then we'll take questions for the student athletes. Then we'll excuse them so they can go prepare for their calculus test. And then we'll take more questions for the. But coach. I noticed Ole Miss even did it the other night as I was listening. Yeah, he went oh, to yeah. Breakfield. Yeah. And then he gets to leave and be. Or, or yeah. Does he leave or stay? He leaves. Oh, he does leave. Yeah, I want to go. So, Jamin. Are you going to study right now? What, what what's going on in your class? You can't hang with coach for like ninety seconds. While I we- mean, if Chris talks for six minutes, those six minutes is that the difference between an A and a B in your chemistry class? I mean, what's going on? Hey, who do we have? Yo, it's Grind, man. Hey, what's, it's Grind. Up? what's up, Grind? Not much, man. Just getting over a little sickness that I had, man. God dang it. It wasn't even the family game that made me sick. It was real deal stuff. My gosh, man. I, I, so you were in the stadium the other night for this? Playing over the halls, man. Okay. No. Well, I, I wasn't able to because the week before I was dealing with an inflamed nerve in my back. Oh. So, no, there was no way I was going to be able to sit down. Yeah, sit down in the stadium. Oh, thank God for so, you. I just went down there and tailgated. <laughs> so where'd you watch the game from? Dude. 
I went down to Auburn and still tailgated with the folks. I just didn't go into the stadium. I, you know, I was in one of the big comfy chairs. So were there a know? lot of people around you when this is going down in the fourth quarter? I mean, what's the what's the tailgate situation? Is that all this stuff is happening? Oh yeah, man. You got. I mean, you got my mom with me who uh, decided not to go in the game either. You know, okay. so, some of her friends. You got people that that are around my age. You got my girl with me who's an LSU fan. You got. Uh, I mean, it's. You know, the, I mean, the scene. The scene was. I'm basically setting the scene. So, you know, just make a long story short. We get down to the third and goal or whatnot, and I, or whenever the ball, they snap the ball past Miro, and I'm, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, we finna win!" and all this other stuff. So, this is exactly before the fourth and goal, right? <laughs> before the fourth and goal, my mom looks at me and she's like, "Because my grandmother and my uncle are inside the stadium at the game." And she's like, you know, everybody's going to want to go to Tuma's Corner after the game. Okay. And this is before the fourth and goal. <laughs> and <then> my... <laughs> oh. oh, no. And then never. my girl looks at me. And she's been there. And, she, you know, she she was following the LSU game on her phone you know, early in the day or whatnot. So she's good after they came back and all that stuff. But then she was like, hold on. She was like, after my mom said that, she, she said, Y'all gonna go go somewhere else after the game? And I said, Yeah, usually after big wins, everybody goes, you know, Tumor's Corner to uh, you know, celebrate. And she was like, Oh my God, okay. <laughs> so I kid you not. They snapped the ball. And I mean when we only rushed two, I was like, Hold on, y'all. I said I said I said, Whoa, I said, Well, we only got two. I was waiting for somebody just to come flying on the screen. I'm like, I'm waiting for a blue jersey just to come flying out of nowhere. Oh, they put an offensive line or something and it never happened. He throw the ball deep, and they catch it. And, I mean, the whole tent just goes quiet. And then my, my girlfriend looks at me, and she says, are we still going to have to go to that corner thing? Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, no. No, we don't. <laughs> I, said, I said, no, no, we're not going to have to go to the corner thing. So, <laughs> I doubt it now. I mean, I, I, as it was going on, I felt for you in so many ways and thought about it. I mean, so when they muffed the punt, did you just assume a loss at that point, too? That, and I mean, that's why, I, I, look, you know, don't don't ever let these Bamas out here tell you that they don't care about it and all that other stuff because they name games just like we name them, too. And so, yeah, they correctly calling it the muff and the miracle, which, I mean, you know, I understand because, yeah. But my thing is, man, I don't know why I do this to myself, but I'm, uh, I'm, I guess I, you know, I'm just a glutton for punishment. But Hugh, in his post game, talking about he didn't even know that was the second string punt returner. I'm like, bro, you got to know that. And that this is why everybody shouldn't just. This is why you shouldn't have a guy that's just a designated like. If basically, I think what Auburn does, if you're the punt returner, you just have the number zero jersey. Just, you um, just get this, this you know, designated zero jersey. So whoever, whoever's returning punts just has a zero jersey on. And DJ James is usually back there returning punts, but it was core. And then, my, then I'm, and then you've got Auburn fans taking it to the extreme. Like my grandmother, she's why they had that boy from Louisiana and not a boy from Alabama back there. And, I, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> so where was like, James? A couple, I mean, couple of quick notes real quick. Uh, Langston Patterson, the linebacker from Vanderbilt, <laughs> who many thought would get into the portal, uh-huh. is not getting in the portal. He's going to stay at Vanderbilt. Caden Costa, Costa, the kicker from Ole Miss, is in the portal. Which is significant because Davis is done. Or so you got... 
This is a question that I can't answer. I don't know if he still has a COVID year or what. Okay. Let me check on that while we're talking. So I, I got a question from the stream. I, I really don't know how this works, Grind. When, when you think a game is going to be won like that, like how do people procure the toilet paper for Tumor's Corners? I mean, are people running to the stores in the middle of the game as they're winning? Do you just have it somewhere? How does that work? Uh-uh. No, I mean, it's like as soon as the game is like, I mean, obviously it depends. Like, I mean, if it's a, if it's a blowout, then, you know, they start getting stuff ready. But when it's a game like that, you know, it's just really spur of the moment once the clock hits zero. You know what I mean? So, no. I mean, like, Tumor's Corner and everybody didn't have enough time. I'm pretty sure, like, when the ball was snapped, you know, it was like, oh, you know, you know, probably get everything ready. And then, I mean, two plays later, it was like, well, all right, hold on, put everything up. So, I mean, it, 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 I don't think it was a thing where they just had some, you know, massive take it back, take it back, you know, type thing. Okay. To be honest with you. I mean, like if Auburn would have been up like twenty four nothing, then yeah, then then, then yeah, that would have been one where yeah, I mean that 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 would have been a case. We got to take it back on a massive level. Um, Ole Miss kicker Caden Davis does have a pandemic season remaining if he would like to take it. So for everybody out there, even though Cost is in the portal, Davis does have a year of eligibility remaining. So. I mean, I know you're sick because, I mean, again, watching that and just everything that goes along with it, but <coughs> sorry. Um, given the season, though, where it is, I mean, how bad does it gut you compared to losses where more was on the line? I mean, what what are you feeling overall after that? Like, I, I mean, honestly, this loss, all it did, and, uh, and that's what I was telling folks on the way home. Like, I mean, okay, we instead of going 7-5, we go 6-6. Six and six. But really, it's more on the scale of, like, after this year, things change. Like, next, if this was next year with the exact same scenario, the Iron Bowl wouldn't even matter. I mean, Bama, the, the pass would have could have felt incomplete, and as long as Bama beat Georgia, then they're still in the 12-team playoff. And, hell, they could even lose to Georgia and might still have, a you know, a chance for a 12-team playoff, you know, next year. That's what, I mean, it was this where you could just say, ha-ha, it was year one. And, you know, we, you know, yeah, we suck, but we still beat y'all and we kept y'all from getting in the playoffs. Cause I mean, I'm not gonna lie, man. I started talking mess to my friends. I was, I started texting my homeboy. I said, yeah, this is it. I said, I said, we're gonna do it. I can't believe it. And then, then of course, he started talking his mess. And now I gotta buy him a shirt cause that I bet every year. So I gotta buy him his Iron Bowl championship shirt. It's, it's, on the totality of the season, like I went down there just to see how people felt from the New Mexico State game. Because people that I tailgated went went actually went to the New Mexico State game, and boy, I mean they was, I mean I've they was it was it was as if I'm not gonna say they were they were pissed. It was it was they were just like so amazed that it still happened yet. Like like it was like they still they were still in a trance about it. Like I can't believe they came in here and just kicked mm-hmm. us up and down the field like that. And so, and that's and that's what I was telling them because I was like, because I just said because it was crazy. I said this because uh, as they was going to the game, I said, you know, it'd be crazy, man, if he win this game somehow, and then everybody would have been talking about how he could have went eight and four and had a chance at nine and four for a bowl game, and then the dude going into the game was like, oh, I wish you would. It's probably the best ain't happening because then everybody be talking, you know, about expectations next year. But I just think, I mean. <sighs> He lit, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the new the New Mexico State game. Even if you beat Alabama, yeah, it's like you just can't do that, man. 
you can't do that, bro. And he's right. the wrong guy for you because he's going to get the then, big wins, but he's just going to lay that one occasionally. It just is. Yep. See, oh, he's going to beat Georgia, look, Alabama, if, if, and he's going to lose to Arkansas. You, okay, that's fine. I tell you now, that's fine. Okay. But you can't, you can't have that, bro. You can't have, you can't have G five coming here and smacking. Yeah, you I get up it. Like I know. High school. Not Ole Miss lost to Memphis that, the that, year that, that they re- went to the Sugar Bowl, and it was because he ran Kimdichi as a running back and ran the reverse passes with a Quan Treadwell. I and, I mean, and look, if if this recruit class finish, I'm I'm not as if they finish with seventy percent of the guys I think they get and end up around top eightish or so, I think he'll be fine. Now I'm I don't I don't like what I'm hearing about the Porter QB. I don't like what I'm hearing. Hopefully these Auburn insiders are wrong because for whatever reason there seems to be infighting on boards about well because I hate and see the thing about it is people love like that Iron Bowl game because people are always number one thing people are gonna say about Thorn, we didn't lose the Iron Bowl because of Thorn. I'm like, bro, that don't mean he that doesn't mean we should not be looking to replace Thorn. And so you've got some Auburn fans that are like, we need to see what he does in you know year two. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I'm curious to see if money, hopefully the people that are giving big that matter say Thorne is not the guy. I do not need the people that are giving big to say, let's see what year two Thorne looks like. I you want Riley Leonard? I don't. I t- I t- I take nah, he he is an upgrade. Over Payne Thorne. I mean, that's clear and obvious. Payne Thorne has some, you know, some dumb, dumb plays this year. Just dumb. And if you put Payne Thorne on that Duke team, oh, God, I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do. So, so yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. Raleigh Leonard's better than Payne Thorne. Thorne. That's not, more, yeah, that's not more. even a debate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, the more I talk about it, yeah, think about it. Yeah, he's a clear upgrade. If you can get him, get him. So, it'd be nice to bring the boy from Alabama back home, man. It'd be nice. What uh, what percentage you give in Alabama to beat Georgia Saturday, Ron? Me and my dad was talking about this. Me and my dad was talking about this. We this the the play to beat Auburn means nothing if they go and lose to Georgia. Whether they lose big and get ass blasted or they lose small, just lose. Because me and my pop said we do not need this play leading to some Bama. It was the the Bear Bryant Angels guy in Alabama to a championship this season. We do not need that. Please, I don't. So I think I think Georgia wins, but the fact that Vegas ain't giving you much on that Bama money line is scary in my opinion. I was thinking they was at least at least give you two bills, if not close to it, at least probably like well well they they giving you plus one eighty. I think that's what y'all said on the show, right? Yeah, it's plus one eighty. I think that's what fifty got it at. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean but I mean, but still, man, but still. If if you made me guess, I haven't I haven't looked I haven't, you know, did an analytic, analytical dive into it, but I'll probably take Georgia on the spread. I probably take George on the spread. I'm not sure what I do with that over under though. I mean, I think it opened up at fifty five and a half. I'm not sure what is that now. Fifty five. <laughs> I mean, do you guys what? 
would with thirty twenty seven, that's does that feel like a little too much for that game? That feels too much. I think it's gonna be an early rock fight. That does. Yeah, that does, that does feel like a little too much. I'll tell you so, yeah, the money the, line. I mean, not not not, not to keep on you a little bit, but i tell you the money line because I, I think they've won a lot of games, but they haven't necessarily beaten anybody worth the crap. I can get New Mexico State against Liberty at plus 340. Yep. I like that one. And I, I hope Liberty rocked the hell out of them. I hope Liberty rocked their ass back to New Mexico, <laughs> back to Las Cruces. I hope they get rocked. Boy, my God, man. Speaking wonder, of the other Aggies. Here's one, too. Mike, I wonder the last time in a conference championship game, an undefeated team, major conference, is a 290 underdog. Mm-hmm. Washington is plus 290 against Oregon as an undefeated team who's already beat the team you're playing. Got to be the first time in history. That's incredible. And And you know the committee is just, the committee is just pulling for that plus two, uh, that plus two nine. Oh yeah, make it, all the zero losses teams you can get. Make this as easy as possible. <laughs> is, so, so Elko, I mean, he he's already having to defend midnight yell, and they they saying they expect A and M to go ten and two. They expect this thing to be you know uh, you know puzzle puzzle piece fit just perfect. Is that what you guys are seeing with Elko in this first year? It's what they do. They they refuse to. Uh... They refuse to ever even the expectation doesn't even be change. remotely realistic. The expectation is win the national championship. Even though they never compete for the national championship. No, that is that is so crazy to me, man. Like at least like with other programs they do here run where they're like, look, man, we just need to get back to this base level first. Like I like you you saw it with Tennessee fans. Well, they was they were they were down for so long. Where they were like, man, we just need to get back to beating the Kentuckys and Vandy's of the world first. And, I will you know, say this, we'll Grind. They've got one of the easier conference uh, schedules that I have seen yet for next season. A and M got a lot of favors for next year. Now they play Notre Dame in the non-con, but really, I mean, they miss Georgia and Alabama next year. Mm. They miss Tennessee next year. They miss Ole Miss next year. Do they play Ole Miss? No. It's Dang. Florida, Arkansas, LSU, Texas, Auburn, State, Missouri, South Carolina. Wow. Got a break on a schedule. Okay. And then they have they Notre did. Dame, okay. Bowling I Green, mean, McNeese, and New Mexico State. Real, okay, realistically, if we try to see what they see, should and because they they said a And M should be a place where it should be like how Georgia was under Mark Rick, where you're churning out nine to ten every year, kind of like that. Do you think a And M should be that that like that should be what you know what a And M can be really? If you you know, I guess if we you know take a take a moment to stop making fun of them a little bit, is that you know? reasonable or or is that kind of still out of whack if they get out of their own way they should never be worse than nine and three i mean that's the all i mean i can make fun of them all day long but with the resources and the ability and everything else if they actually were competent and got out of their own way not own way nine and three should be flourish they should 
but they've never that, done that because they've Daniel? never gotten out of their own way. So it doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, I, I think with all their resources, they should be. And now they're four nine and three. And, is the floor and now the year. team that has dominated them throughout history and is their biggest rival is in the same league as them. That's what's going to be interesting. No, like, Texas is about to rock. Be very them, curious is what's about to, to see. Well, see what I'm going to what I'm going to be curious is: do they kind of have, and I'll admit to it, do they kind of have like the little Auburn syndrome when it comes to Alabama? Where if let's say Texas is next year, let's say Texas is ten and one going into the game, and Anum is seven and four out of the playoffs, but they beat Texas and, you know, Texas still make the playoffs or whatever, but they beat Texas and, you know what, you know, the hell with it, we, we beat the Longhorns, so it's a better, you know, 8-4 and four is a little more acceptable now. I mean, they did, you know, the last two times they, I'm, I'm looking at it here, their last two wins over, two of their last three wins over Texas were when Texas were top 15 teams and A&M was unranked. If you look through their history, they have upset Texas a lot when they've won games, but they frankly just have lost a lot. I mean, they don't win a ton. Outside of a stretch from 84 to 94, it's pretty sparse. They dominated from 84 to 94. I don't know anything about either team during that period. Okay. but That's probably like the Slocum days or whatever. Probably, probably for them. If I if I just had to take at a, the just time a of again. the game, A and M had a ten year period where they were ranked 15, 10, 15, 16, 10, 4, 8, 11, 14, 15. Well, well, I mean, hey, so I guess it has been done before in the history. Well, I mean, you know, they're top ten every year. But I mean, but college football was just so different. Then, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There's nothing. It's, I mean, nothing, it's, it's nothing not even like, the same sport. You know? And again, they haven't played since 2011. Yeah. Texas was ranked 25th in the country and beat A&M 27-25. If I remember correctly, it was on a walk-off field goal. Yes, I do remember that game. Yeah. I do remember that game. A lot of hissing, a lot of hissing by A&M fans that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, hit. I think. I but Texas they leads the series 76-37. So <laughs> that is crazy. So Neil, you know you got my team going against your team tonight, man. Just be honest, you know what you what you think the nice results going to be. They got you know Thunder minus six, the over under around about two thirty or so. What you thinking? I mean, I think Shea probably goes for I don't know sixty five, seventy. Uh, Chet probably oh, goes. Oh my god! Chet probably goes thirty and twenty. Um, J Dub probably puts in like 22, 23 points. Uh, Giddy will get 15, right? That's the joke. Giddy will, Giddy will get 15. Um, oh <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, Thunder don't really have a bad loss. They've played pretty much everybody well with the exception of Denver. So this will be interesting. I mean, the Lakers are better. Yeah, yeah. Lakers are better than them. They're older than them. The Thunder, um, I, I, this is just a fun year because you're watching. I don't know, man, with the Lakers. You're watching the build, and it's just kind oh, of yeah. it's fun. Oh, yeah. What's fun with the Thunder is just to watch Chet, man. Chet gets better game after game after game, and you hear guys like Patrick, Patrick Beverly after the um, the game the other night, where Patrick Beverly's like, "Oh, he's he's the, he's it," and he he said that you know he never talks to rookies, and he talked to Chet, and he went not until he talked to Shea, and he asked my uh, Shea, "Hey, this dude for real?" And Shea was like, "Oh, he's." I can't I can't say what Shea said because I can't say those words. But Shea was like, 
Yeah, he's he's that. And and um and if Patrick if if look, Patrick Beverly, pretty tough dude. Um not my favorite guy in the world. Oh but, yeah. But if Patrick Beverly is is in on you, you're probably a legit player. So I hear all these veterans one after the other sort of rave about Chet Holmgren and I'm like, he's he's that guy. Weirdly enough, I like Patrick Beverly more than Draymond Green. I think he's more likable than Draymond Green, which is crazy. I, like you, when you just said that, I just compared those two guys in my mind, and for whatever reason, Patrick Beverly is more likable to me than, than Draymond Green is. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think but, Patrick, uh, I think Patrick Beverly has more respect, yeah. kind of around the league. Draymond does stuff that's just I get just you, I, childish. You ain't dude. You're not lying, man. Just, he's Worst just case childish. scenario with Josh with Josh Giddey. If it's the if it's the worst case scenario, how does it affect the Thunder's like you know playoffs and, and whatnot in your opinion? Um, just, let's just say he just has to sit out for the rest of the year to you know clear stuff up. I mean, it hurts them. I mean, they've got it, it changes the way that they play. But look, look, it's it's clearly a distraction for him right now because he's not played particularly well the last couple of games. Um, and look, if he doesn't become a better shooter, none of it matters. They'll move on. They have too many assets, and uh, I mean they. Yeah. I mean they're. You don't have to have seven superstars. In fact, you can have too many superstars. And right now, the best thing that Giddy does is he's really good on sideline, out of bounds passes. He's 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 good at facilitating, but he can't shoot. He's not a great rebounder. He's not an elite defender. And on a team where, I mean, look like Isaiah Joe is a better player than people thought he was going to be. Kenrich Williams is a better player than people thought he was going to be. The other Jalen Williams, the one from Arkansas, mm-hmm. is, is a better player than people thought he was going to be. I think I think he and Chet play really well mm-hmm. together. Um, that you you throw in Micic, um, the 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 uh, European player they brought in, who does some nice things. Um, there's not room for everybody, and so somebody has to go. And if that ends up being Giddy, I don't think it's going to be because of the stuff off the floor. I think it's going to be because he never developed as a shooter. And you have a team that already has a superstar in Shea Gildas Alexander, and you have a team that it certainly looks like at a minimum Holmgren's going to be a top twenty-five player, and he very well might be a superstar. And I think Jalen Williams, the yeah. one, Jalen Williams, the one from um, not not the one from Arkansas, the other Santa one, Clara. Santa Clara. I think he's as close to being he's as close to being kind of an All NBA caliber player as you're going to get. And if he's your third wheel. Everything else can just be role players. You don't you don't have to have more stars. And they've got all these picks coming up. They've got the Clippers pick. They've got their pick. They've got they got potentially four first round picks in this. And then their books are pretty clean for the next few years. I mean, they everybody keeps saying they're gonna make some big trade. I'm like, they don't have to make a trade right now. I think they can let these guys play and organically sort of figure out what do you need. Because right now, I think what they're trying to determine is can you can you win with Chet at the five, or do you need to move Chet to the four and get another big to complement him? And they've got plenty. See, they've got plenty of time to figure that out, right? Because he he held his own yeah. against Joel Embiid, and I'm a so I, I'm a big Joel Embiid guy. And and what he did with Embiid was because he's so good on the perimeter, he was able to pull Embiid out. And it opened up things for Chet yeah, for, yeah, for Shea yeah. on the inside. And so I, I think this is an experimental year so, for them. Oh, so, so 
so you so you saying y'all might pair him with like a JaVale McGee type or something like that. That'll be nasty. I mean, like, they, okay, I kind of see. I mean, they could. I mean, then there's the, the I kind of see what you didn't. The name that gets mentioned a lot with them is Laurie Markkinen, and they would certainly have no, the, no way. They have the pieces to no go. Way. They have the pieces to get anyone they want realistically. And if y'all get marketing, I might be hating a little bit. They get man. I mean, I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm not saying it's him, but I mean, they. The, the point is, is they can really experiment this year. I mean, they can. They can do some different right. lineups. They. They're going to see. Hey, how well ultimately do SGA and Holmgren work together? And then once they figure out what they do really well as a duo, okay, how do we build around that? And that just takes time. I mean, they. This is not – people keep talking about their playoff window. This is not their playoff window. Next year starts their window. This is this is the last year to experiment. Yeah, this is like fun time. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. playtime. I got you. Yeah, All you, right. you try different you guys, things. Yeah. Let me hit you guys with a little trivia before I let you guys go, man. So, last time I hit you with the, the you know, only team to score 10 points in every game in the uh, college playoff era. This time I'm going to ask you kind of the reverse, but not exactly the reverse. This team has reached 10 points the fewest. This Power 5 team has reached 10 points the fewest out of all the teams in the college football playoff era, only reaching 10 points 71% of the time. So basically almost 30% of the time their fans – don't see their team score ten points. I mean, they have to Who really is suck. This team? <laughs> is it a Big Ten team? Is it not Iowa? No, I'm kidding. They've been way too good. Um, <laughs> Illinois. Illinois is incorrect. That was a good guess. I was kind of on that. Uh, Boston College. That was a good guess. Boston College is incorrect. Okay. I mean, you gotta have you have to have such bad quarterback play over and over and over. Over and over. You can't even have one good quarterback. Um, I mean, Syracuse. I mean, no, it'll be them. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, Gary Schrader's been putting up a little points here and there. They've had, you know, some guys. I mean, this is much harder than the other one. Rutgers. Oh. It is Rutgers. There you go. Rutgers is the team that has only scored 10 points 71% of the time. Maybe they fit into the the Big Ten after all. Hey, come on. (laughs) I guess they really do. So mean. I'm so glad they could get that media right, market we'll and dominate the New show, York man. and you D.C. And and All right. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. All right. We're approaching my witching hour so I can go see uh, Chargers versus the Chargers in the Battle of the Chargers, first district game of the year. Oh, it is a district game. Yeah, isn't it? a little concerned. Got Cut, you, you're, you're a little feeling. worried about the, the 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 ego getting to them a little bit today. They they route Starkville the other night, and we typically don't deal with prosperity. Well. All right, this will be our last call. We'll take one more. Hey, who do we have? Hey, caller, you're on. Hello, you're on. Hey, caller. Hey, guys, it's Bobbin. Hey, Bobbin. 
Hello? Yeah, hey, you're, you're on. Here. You're on. Hey, how are y'all? Yeah, turn hey. your turn your device down or whatever. Okay. There you uh, go. Okay. We good now? Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, Neil, so I'm going to the Pels Spurs game tomorrow night. Am I going to be in for a show with the French kid? Pels who? Spurs. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's terrific. I mean, he's he's kind of up and down, and he's hit he's hitting some levels of rookie wall at times. But yeah, Victor Wembanyama is going to be a star, no question. And I think Trey Murphy the third is about to come back I, for New I, Orleans. I, no, the, the Pels are finally getting healthy. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I love I, actually, I love Murphy. They played a. Uh, Philadelphia last night, and they actually kind of ran away with it. Um, yeah, that was kind of an impressive win. Yeah, they're a good team. I don't. The, the big thing is just staying healthy and seeing if Zion can be moderately eighty-five percent for a whole season. You know, that's kind of the big thing. I, I think that's the biggest obstacle for them is just staying healthy. Because when they have Ingram going and they have everyone else going, and then you know, teams have to take into account him. I, they're a damn good team. I don't know if they can make a run in the playoffs or anything, but uh, sure, they can make a run in the playoffs. No, if, if, if Zion, if Zion is healthy, they can absolutely make a run in the playoffs. No question about it. Yeah, because I don't even know if he's played a whole season. And when I say whole season, just I mean, he's been hurt every year. I feel like. Yeah, he, he has. I, not, I don't know if it's been every single year. Yeah, he's not played a whole season. Yeah, um, I did kind of have a random. Go- well, it's not random. Is this a uh, is this the healthiest the Ole Miss football program has been since Vaught? The problem with that is the era we're in is so year to year year that if your portal falls out one year you're screwed and you're going to be bad until you fix the portal. I mean, in theory, yes, it is the best run they've been on and you have a very competent staff and all that kinds of things. So yes. And the understanding of how we mean it, but it's not like, Hey, they've got all these sophomores and they're just going to be juniors next year. And then they're going to be seniors and look what they're doing because you're just building teams, not programs. But yes, but I mean, to Lane's credit, it it bit them in the ass at the end of 2022, but and I'm not saying they're going to be able to maximize or get all the potential out of every team that they did this season. But I mean, he's won ten games through the past three seasons, and I mean, the expectation I feel like from a lot of people is that they're going to have another team that has a shot to get to nine, ten wins, and make the playoffs. Sure. I just, but you're having to re-recruit your entire defense. They also replacing half their defense. And they didn't develop any depth in a lot of places. Yeah, and they've got to be every bit as successful in the portal this time as they were. Yeah, a there's year no ago. margin. You have to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Not that you can't. Yeah, just I mean, that's the thing. If, if, if you're going to be pie in the sky with it, you have to pick the nits also because the truth is somewhere in the middle. Like they've, they, they've, they've not shown, with the exception of Quinshawn, that they can consistently develop young talent. You know, they, they've got to do that. They, they haven't done it all with receivers or offensive linemen. 
Well, well Pettis. Kind of with O line. Yeah, they haven't done it all. With they've done receivers. it. With, they've done it with Micah, and they've done it with with Quinshawn, but they haven't done it. Caleb Warren. And Caleb Warren. Yeah, he's gotten better. But in terms of guys they signed and brought in and developed, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've got to prove they can do some of that. And I mean, look, you're, you're again, you're picking nits. It's just one of those things. If you're going to like really evaluate it, you've got to. You've got to look at the things they've done really well and some of the things that they've not done and, and ask which one is more sustainable. And, hell, the answer is nobody knows. Like Nobody really knows how sustainable right. it is anywhere right now because it's so volatile and, um, you know, who knows what 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 a – what what does a recession do to to the sport in general? Not just Ole Miss, but across the board. What happens when what happens when teams don't make the playoff in twenty twelve or I mean twenty 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 four twenty twenty five? Do fans go screw it? I'm not I'm not giving my money for this anymore. I mean, nobody nobody really knows. It's why I keep saying we're it, we're in this infancy of a of a new era, and it's hard to predict exactly what anything means right now. No, I agree. I mean, I feel like if they do a good job in the portal and some of these defensive kids out of high school that Pete's going to sign, not necessarily be major contributors, but they're just rotational guys, I feel like the goal should be 10 wins next season. Now, look, 2025, oof, they're going to lose a lot after next season. I mean, not saying – they're going to suck the season after next, but but that's the point. I mean, that's the point is you have really no. I, there's no way to even really project what 2025 may or may not look like because there's so much turnover. That's that's the point. You can bring in this huge freshman class and lose half of it to the to the portal in a year. There's there's just no way. There's no way to project that right now. They're not not with any degree of certainty at all, one way or the other. You can you can't say a team's going to suck, and you can't say a team's going to be horrible. It's no way to do it. It's just not possible. Yeah, um, with 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 the exceptions on the extremes, like Georgia's going to be good and Vanderbilt's going to be horrible. But the, the stuff in the middle, man, there's no way. In the middle's now this massive. I could easily paint a scenario for how South Carolina becomes a superpower in 2025. Easy, no problem. Now, is it realistic? I don't know. Who knows. But if you have the money, you can go buy a team. Yeah. Um, last thing, uh, Jeff Levy at Mississippi State over or under three years. Um, I mean, not, at three, I'll probably go over. If you put three and a half, I'll probably go under. But I mean, three seasons—that's not—it's not unrealistic. Well, I mean, they they fired Moorhead after two, and they fired Arnett after one. Not saying I I don't know how Levy's going to do there. I don't know. They've apparently they've done like this fundraising thing with NIL, but at the same time, and he's a really good offensive coach. I just don't know how that's going to work. Hey, Bob, and we need to wrap, man. I appreciate. I appreciate. Like, hey, Bob, and we need to wrap up. I appreciate the time. All right, thank y'all. Thanks. We're going to wrap it there. I've missed most of the first half. So, um, yeah, I, w- I want to get out to his game. I hope that everybody understands. I appreciate it. For our, Thanks for all the people at Comer Southern for sponsoring the show. Thanks to everybody who called, everybody in the stream. We will uh, – I'll have a couple of – we'll have a couple things to you over the weekend, and we'll be back on Monday with another week of podcast here at MPW. For Chase, I'm Neil. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? 
what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.